Do you like threesomes? Because we do. Oh, baby. Bang, bang, bang. Triple bang, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Who's here, Mo? What an intro. Jesus. (laughs) It's also an audio video. Oh, it is true, eh? (laughs) Because three of us could just be you, me, and Eagle. Yeah. Uh, It could be Cortan. You like foursomes? Bang, bang, bang. All right. Welcome to Fallen Godfall. Missing a bang. It is. All right, Eagle. Okay, in the we have Iggy, we have Peasy, and, and Mo Khan. Our last show of the spring season. Uh, last show for some people for quite a while, which we'll get to soon. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Indefinite. Indefinite for sure. Uh, but we're, we're going to preview all the finals. That Wait, we'll why did that sound threatening? <laughs> Because we know what's going to happen. There's going to be one night where we're going to say, oh, fuck, Mo can't make it, and Iggy's doing something. Peas, can you make it out? And you're going to be like, ah. Okay, well, okay. look, we'll just do this. We'll do it right away. Let's get out of the way. Yeah. Um, this is my last show for a while, at least. Um, I don't really know what's on the other end of this for me. Because what was that? There was an audio piece there. Baby. Crying. Yeah. Eagle's, oh, doing, baby. Eagle's producing this show, I, dude. Yeah, I, like, can't hear well. Um. And so, uh, basically, He's flustered. Um, I have yes, actually, <laughs> I haven't had a kid before. It's it, this will likely be our only child. Uh, so I'm going to be taking some time off because I promised my wife, who keeps my entire life in order, as Eagle can attest to, as he no longer has to <laughs> remind me to pay my registration, my uh, license, uh, get birthday gifts, um, all the things <laughs> Eagle used taxes. to produce in my life. <laughs> taxes. Yes. By the way, taxes, <laughs> which are finally up to date. Home taxes. Um. Yeah. So she, she manages our entire household and she lets me do things like come to this uh, show and be stress-free and... Uh, she's needing some of that time back, so I'm going to be spending some time at home. I was at Mary Victoria, and the entire field came up to me to say, hey, is this true? I heard uh, you're going to be not playing and not working for the league for uh, you know until uh, until winter. And I was like, well, no, till spring. It's going to be till at least spring. So uh, that said, f- uh, for broadcasts, I probably will be available in winter. And... <laughs> Hopefully you guys don't need to call me, uh, but I guess if you know need be, I can always make myself available. But I just wanted to take a moment because I don't know what the future is going to be like for me and, and for uh, me and the show um, and my involvement with FPF. I want to thank everyone. Um, it was cool, cool and kind of touching to see that um, I'd be missed. I always thought it would be like a celebration when I <laughs> took some time off of FPF, but it w- it was cool to see. And um, this is something. Calling the Audible was something, you know, with taking what Mo did from Weekly Extra Point Live and something Eagle and I came up with as an idea some 11 years ago? No, more than that. 12? 12. Mm. 2011, 2012. Yeah. I feel like it was 2012. So let's, uh, let's I can go look. Let's call it 11. Uh, whatever, 10 plus years ago, over a decade of our lives. Um, we never, you know, creative endeavors don't typically last that long, so it's really cool. Uh, to have been with this through all the different variations, all the different things that we've done. Uh, and we don't hate each other, by the way. <laughs> like, this isn't like, <laughs> I'm leaving because I can't stand to be in the room. Like, I legitimately love spending time with uh, all the folks here and as well as the people I see and, and, and chat with the fields. I had something for this and I forgot to, to play before. <laughs> you can continue. He was poorly producing the show. Yes. All right, uh, Magic <laughs> Wars, please. Oh, uh, that's it. That's <laughs> it for the show. Good all luck right, with the finals. We'll see you Sunday, Monday. Papado. Yeah. Uh, you know, did he just echo uh, your words? No.
we're all happy for you. You know, you and Nat to, to have uh, baby one. And we just want that to be a healthy process. And the whole process of, a, of your wife going through, I can only imagine now, it's like the nitty-gritty, right? And there's there's a, a non-zero chance I need to leave during the show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so, it's, it's, I, yeah, it's a, we're, at ground, we're at ground zero yeah, at this point. It's all the females, including the ones in this league who are mothers who are playing this yeah. league, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, not an easy task, and we applaud you guys for the hard work you guys do with this. And, you know, for all of you who called me a motherfucker, it'll finally be true. That's yes, true. that is true. So, um, and there's only a few people that will recognize this audio, but it's amazing. I'll miss you. <laughs> I'm not dying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 10 minutes from your house. <laughs> yeah, you'll see you for your bachelor party, man, next spring. You know? Yeah. Also, other times. <laughs> Plus, you have an idea of how a baby will look like after 11 years. Because, like, That's you, true. You are, this, this was uh, baby zero. Yeah, and just just like this one, I imagine that one will talk back to you. I can see you down the hospital. <laughs> yeah, probably look yeah. like this. Congratulations, Paul. On your, uh, <laughs> with any luck. With any luck. I will have some serious questions, though. Yeah. Congratulations, Paulo, on your, on your baby. It's actually my second kid. CT is my first kid, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, look, man, uh, wishing you all the best. And yeah. uh, you'll still be here. You know, you'll definitely chime in with us. I, I will be you. around. Yes, I'll yeah. be around, but less, yeah. less uh, publicly available as I have been. I can't past. wait when Iggy's got to host his show by himself. Yeah, and false, false could be interesting. Uh, yeah. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. I'm going to call you and leave you a voicemail. He's just blabbering on my own. But the difference is I haven't checked the voicemail since 2006. <laughs> so <laughs> He's going to be in the Pacific Ocean full of sharks that I want to kill him. I literally had my, my, my voicemail uh, deactivated at work and the secretaries just handle my, my calls because I, I don't answer my voicemails. I'm that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I thought this would be the end of the show when he would tell us what his plans are. About uh, I just, I, I'd, I'd like to get stuff out of the way. We yeah. reverse it. Like, uh, anticlimactic now. We have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Except, for, except for the finals. <laughs> yeah. The finals. Yeah, the finals right. Right. I didn't want to be in the way of content. Well, no, of course. What, not. Divi- what division are we doing? We do women's first. We're Let's do it. Um, we'll do women's one, the women's two. Uh, we know, no shock here, Sub Zero against. Uh, Wos. Wos or. What do you say, Eagle? Waz? Waz. Waz. Waz, exactly. Um, so tell me, gentlemen, how can Waz beat Sub Zero? Um, what if when they arrive at the field, there's a plague of locusts, and the locusts only affect Sub Zero? That's. I think they still win, honestly. Uh, yeah, I still <laughs> think there's a chance. Um, with locusts and spotted elite, honestly, look, kudos to Wolves because they're gonna they're gonna give it uh, all they got. They in the last two games, uh, Sub-Zero haven't allowed a point. They've allowed six points in the last five weeks. Um, those six points were two votes. Um, I spoke to Sarah Parker uh, prior to, either prior to or right after her last game. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, at some point, she said people were saying like, oh, should I like sit for Sub-Zero? And she's like, the point of this team was to be ready for tournaments, right? Like, it's this was sort of like a training ground part of the planning for their tournament, which is why we have largely the women's division, right? Like especially the the, the high the higher women's division. So she was doing what she felt was best, and she got her team clearly ready because they've been amazing this summer, um, not only in FPF but outside of FPF. So you know, kudos to Sub Zero for what they've done. But as for Woes, like look, you gotta you gotta be more effective than you've ever been. And you got to keep the ball out of Sarah Parker's hands. 
and uh, or Mortal Cast for that matter. Depend regardless of who's at who's poison. who's playing, they have the best two quarterbacks in the division. Um, Adrienne Calhet, a really good defender. Uh, she's a smart quarterback as well. Um, it just it's going to be her manipulating time and keeping the ball away from Sub Zero. I don't know that that can be done. She also needs to score and convert every time. Yeah, she can't. She cannot throw an interception. No, an interception is death. Oh, it's over. Uh, her a stop is death. Pretty mm, yeah. Pretty, uh, no, I think I think the Was defense can come up come away with one stop. I think the receivers have to help out Adrian Kadaret. They have to make uh, sub zero defenders miss flags. So other than like Matilde Sibel, right? Like who's been the number one for Was? Like who? Who do you gentlemen? I, I'll throw it to you, Mo. Yeah, I mean, I've seen their team play a couple of times now. Who, who? So, given that, like, obviously, we know Sibyl is has been amazing, and she's been the most targeted. She's got, you know, she's been scoring, and I guess Beatrice Bouchard as well. Yes. But yeah. I'll say Sibyl. Um, which secondary offense can we expect from Wolves in this game? Uh, just an FYI, Catherine um, threw five INTs against them this year. Did not play in the last game. That they had in the playoffs, so okay. she was not even involved. Yep. They lost thirty-two, nothing, right? Yes. But their receiving core that I've watched from the games I've scored kept. Uh, but since Bouchard is really good, yep. she she's really had a yep. nice season that no one's really talked about. Uh, and also Cindy Roche, she's yep. I like her a lot. Underrated for what she brings on the football field. I think chain she, mover, right? Yeah, she can move. Uh, she can get you that uh, that conversion, right? If you're at near midfield, she'll get you that first down to get yeah. you the, the four extra plays to work with in the. Uh, plus territory. I think that's going to be fascinating to see how they play, but I think it's more their defense and what their defense does. Um, when you look at what they did this year, they pilfered a lot of balls in the air. They had almost 20 INTs as a, as a unit, and you mentioned yeah. them throwing INT that can be dreadful for them, right? Can they f- Could they force a turnover against Sub-Zero and convert for points? And I think clock management would be key because you want to keep – Whichever quarterback is on the sideline, on the sideline, then you're really controlling the narrative of this football game. I mean, at most, you're getting one stop of any variety against Sub Zero, right? Iggy? I didn't yes, realize. Sorry. When I started <laughs> the question, I didn't realize you were drinking. Gorge, yes. His mouth is I'm not water. used to having like double peripheral, yeah. right? So, <laughs> so yeah. So not only is Sydney Rush's offensive flair um, like something that they could look forward to, her seven interceptions leads the team. I think Ariane Never and her size. Advantage because that's really Sub Zero's biggest advantage is their size, right? Yeah. Uh, Laurence Pombriand, Tamara Journeau, uh, uh, Catherine, I'm blanking on the last name, uh, uh, Catherine Gaumont, uh, yeah. very tall, rangy receivers. Uh, and I think Ariane Neveu uh, can be that positional player that, that matches up with Laurence Pombriand or Catherine Gaumont, whoever's having the hotter of the two games. They have to quickly adjust. Uh, before halftime, they have to make key adjustments uh, before halftime and come up with like we were just saying, key interceptions. Here's the thing for to watch out is the depth for these teams. Yeah, because Sub Zero can essentially field two teams they desire, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 as you'll say, woos or was as you would say, as it was, as it was, as it was. Uh, their depth is not as 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 regal as it is for Sub Zero. So I'm curious to see what lineups will be thrown out by Sub Zero to really win this game here, and you're right, that route running of that receiving court for Parker at quarterback, you better be patient and not yep. bite on the first move that they do because they love double moves. They love those outs and up type of thing, uh, yeah. slant, slant, go type of thing, and they bite on the first move, they're going to be dead meat for this team. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. It's, a, it's, it's a double-edged sword, and like we said, like it's it's going to have to be punch every punch. sword a double-edged sword? 
No, because you have a handle. Yeah, you have a handle on one end. No, but double-edged is one side and the other and flipped is what Eagle is referring to. I understand what Eagle is saying. Yeah. But Almost so every sword. Unless you're running like a scimitar. Can you Google that Spider? please for us? Double-edged sword. What's the definition of double-edged sword, please? Thank you. I mean, double-edged sword is not an uncommon phrase in the I know. No, I'm yes, just saying, but every isn't isn't every sword actually double-edged? Yes. Um, no, but even oh, like well, you uh, the, the handle, that it's 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 what it is, right? Yeah, because there's the hilt which yeah. you're holding, but then the sword itself, itself the blade, has two, has sharp, two sharp sides. Yes. yes. Okay. But are those the edges? Yes. Are they? I don't know. I'm not a swordsmith. Are you? <laughs> no, well, but they are the either. edges. No, but what is also the ones too that are like the flat Britishy ones? They have like that that handguard, like an epee. I don't know. <laughs> we'll look it up for us, Eagle, and we'll find out. Or you can go like Darth Maul style, and British technically it is a double-edged sword, but you want it that way. Actually, there's, that, there's no edges, really. Or infinity edges? <laughs> oh, this is a picture of it. Oh. Crown sword. <laughs> this is going, going on. We're going off the rails here. All right, on to women's mean? two. We, we, we got uh, we got Red Nation Supernova on Sunday Aren't afternoon. Aren't there two sides to a rail? There is. There is. Uh, Nova Supernova against Red Nation. Supernova did beat them in the regular season. Uh, Red Nation have found their groove. Al Sobo's been playing like she's Patrick Mahomes out there. Can we take two minutes to just yes. quickly talk about the semifinals? Yes. What happened? Because this is not the playoff matchup for Division Two. I think we all expected. No, absolutely right? not. We had an idea in our minds, and this was not it. No. Uh, you have a hot Red Nation. Like they were, remember, they were down 12 nothing in their, in their opening playoff win over Wolfpack, and they ran it off on Wolfpack. They have not looked back since then, but... You're right. Like you know, we all thought it'd be Wildcat Supernova. Instead, we're left with the uh, was it now the four versus what two matchup? Yeah, uh, four versus two. Three, yeah, yeah or Supernova two. two. But two. you know, c- could could they get one more game out of Alice Sobel to play as she's had so wonderfully in this playoffs? I think so. I mean, she's done it before on on this stage, right? We've seen her go up against Leptimiet in the past. I believe it was last spring, in fact. Uh, and dare I say a winter? No, I believe they have one championship. Spring under season belt. last year. A spring right? season a year ago. Yeah. So it seems to be her season. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it from her in the past, and uh, and the way the defense has been carried, it's really been, I'd say the first game was on the, the, the heels of Alice and Sobel putting up 46 points, but really the last one uh, against Wildcats, limiting them to 12 points is serious, serious, you know, telling, of, of how much damage they can do really on both sides of the ball. I will say, though, like, yeah, we didn't truly suspect, expect this. Um, but, you know, for all that we thought about Wildcats, if Wildcats weren't going to make the finals, like, there's not a lot separating Supernova, Lepitimia, Red Nation. Right. Right? So, I mean, um, yeah. not entirely surprising given that only one element needs to fall for us to be sort of surprised in a sense, right? right. Well, like one one team needs to... It's not like, oh, these are the two teams. We know it. This is what's going to well, be. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yes, given that Wildcats, there had been claims out there that why are they not in Division 1? No, no, I'm saying other than... Wild, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the only surprising part of it is that Wildcats... Right, yeah, like the, yeah. The that's, that's a huge the, uh, the next three teams are the three teams we... Sure. Yeah, they're very to close in the contenders, range, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and then that's the thing with playoffs, right? You, you lose one game... Uh, and they lost that game to Red Nation. Red Nation, again, built on the heels of their defense, right? So, but In defense of the Wildcats, they told me in their opening playoff game against uh, Bit, 
they were banged up. Like, they were mm-hmm. running on fumes. They had no bodies left. They were playing with five, right? right? So, I'm not saying this should be an excuse, but they weren't fully healthy. So, that's something right. to look at. But, again, a win's a win for a nation, and then yep. they're in the finals. So, obviously, nothing good comes from injury. So, like, nothing good comes from bad things. Take note, uh, Florida. But um, with Rochelle Villier going down and Gigi Abante Caballo uh, coming back to the team um, as the IR replacement, that does seem to have solved some of the offensive woes for Red Nation. Um, obviously, the best version of this team, Mo, is to have both of them. But um, is is it give, you know, given that they're still strong defense, is Gigi's presence on offense enough to cement Red Nation as the favorite in this game? So it took Kabila Bonte. I, 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 I made that as clumsy as, as I possibly fine, could. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> it took it took Gigi a few weeks to get back because yeah. she was in Spain teaching for last year. So she has not played. Like she played in Spain, but hasn't played FPF in, in a very long time. And she really broke out uh, in their in their first playoff win that they quarter had. Quarterfinal, yeah. The quarterfinal win that they had. Uh, but where the difference now in, and to bring in Rochelle Valier into this equation is that Rochelle has become sort of like the defensive coordinator for the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and we know we know Rochelle. She's a sweetheart by nature. She's very quiet, right? They're not really an expressive person, very quiet in nature. But she's very vocal, letting the, the the girls know, guys, you need to do this, do this, do this, cover, you know. And they follow her instructions, and they follow to a T. And now you see the defense has played really well these last two weeks. That has had those interceptions that has converted for points for Sol, but making makes it easier for her. So yeah. I think for Gigi, she's been the linchpin on both sides of the football where she can stretch open defense with her speed, and then her coverage on defense has been uh, immaculate at times. So, and is it is maybe easier for Rochelle to, to chip in, being that she can see the whole field, yeah. when, uh, rather than playing defense where you can only for see sure. really what you're covering? 100%. And, so, and Rochelle's, you know, s- her eyes to see the field from a defensive standpoint, I think has made it easier for the team to kind of read and react to what they have being thrown at them. So I think for Gigi, yeah, I think she's going to be a big factor in this game because – in in the first qu- in the quarterfinal win that they had over, in, that they had, the first two drives she was irrelevant like they didn't factor in. Then third drive, deep ball, bam, opens the floodgates and they never looked back since then. So I think Gigi has to be incorporated into the offense because whatever she does, everyone else benefits, and whatever Rochelle sees on defense will help this team in trying to counter a pretty good offense. Is Lamise Aljundi going to be back? She's back. Place? Yeah, Buck is back. That's Bucky a quick is- trip. Bucky is back. She Jeez. was in Lebanon for I think two weeks, and according Bucky. to reports. Uh, she will be there, but I told Buck, I go, Buck, you know, they play better with, with you overseas with you not being here physically. She said, I know, I know, they do. She was there for a good yeah, she w- game. Yeah. I know, but they, they played better. They played better. <laughs> but she was there the last game. I know, I know. But I told her before when she was coming back home. She got an interception. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buck is Buck. In a 16-12 game, that's kind of big. Yeah. That's kind of big. Buck and is Buck. And I mean, we, y- sure, we, uh, we, and uh, great, we keep giving the flowers to Gigi, Cabillo, Abante, really, really stepping up, but... One one name we have to really mention on Red Nation is Marilyn Cesare. Yeah, uh, I mean serious numbers here: two interceptions against Wolfpack uh, to limit them to around twenty four, twenty six points, uh, and then against Wildcats in the semifinal game, uh, we're talking one hundred and thirteen yards, eleven catches. That was what uh, approximately half of Allison Sobel's receptions. So without that piece there, they absolutely are not winning that game. So I, uh, that's just def- definitely a piece um, that's really stepped up. 
we we kept saying who has to step up for this team. It was easy answers. G G G G G G. Yeah, great. Fifty one yards, two TDs, two interceptions against Wildcats. But don't forget, Maryland Cesare's eleven receptions, hundred thirteen yards, uh, and two interceptions in the quarterfinal game. I have a question for you guys. Um, obviously, we don't know who's going to come back for Fall Cup, right? Like, so let's fast forward to Winter twenty twenty four. Supernova, Red Nation, whoever wins, do you see them jumping up or staying in whatever division they will be and not being in women's one in 2024? I think both would probably stay in women's two, given that, you know, if we take a a look back at what women's one was, it was the basically university teams. It's it's a training ground for the university and and some of the CJF teams, but mostly the university. Right. So I don't see either of them there. For at least next winter, yeah. 2025's, you know, two okay. years ahead. There's a lot of progress that could be done. Just until curious. Then. Yep. Okay, co-ed three. And uh, we have uh, Drink Team against Thunder Buddies. And uh, Thunder Buddies with the big win. As Iggy and I, we were talking about last week. We thought that would be a tricky game. They win that in, in a close one. Um, but now we have Drink Team, who I like a lot. And Thunder Buddies, I think, under Terry Babylon has has improved immensely in terms of the offense and what they've done on both sides. I think he's found his groove. Part of it point. is um, Terry Babylon's comfort with his legs. Like it feels like he's getting more confidence in his ability to run. Um, After his horrific injury that he had, right? Yeah, it, he had a horrific leg injury. To your point, um, but in the last game I saw him play. Um, I saw him run for a touchdown. I right. saw him run saw on key plays. Uh, yeah, we were there together. Yes. Um, and it just felt like he's more comfortable just going out there making plays when he needs to. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, but I, I think what it'll come down to is um, when you look at Drink Team's offense, right, they got 37 touchdowns from Value Shelder. Daryl Dorsley, Eric Mangini. Mm-hmm. That's a lethal tripod yeah. that they have rolling with them in this game. Sure. I mean, Thunder Buddies defensively, though, can send out Will Power, can send out uh, David Gudkowski, Brady uh, Ohanison. Can never say it right. Sorry, Brady. Um, they've come up with, with clutch interceptions <coughs> that have given Terry the ball in order to be a good game manager like he is. He's a student of the game. He, kn- he knows the game very well. So they've the, the defense has put him in good positions to help him out. So there's there's a counteract to uh to those to that trio, the offensive trio of drink team. And like, you know, uh I understand the physical uh specimens that they have on drink team, but in terms of FPF players, like top to bottom players, I don't know if there's a better player in this division, period, than Will Power, right? Like Sir Wo- uh, guys, Sir William Power. Sorry, Sir William Power. Thank you. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, it's birthday uh, today. Ohanis and you, what? It's his birthday today. Oh, it's Sir it William Power's yeah. birthday. William Power. Sir William Power. Thank you. Um, so much. Hopefully, uh, that little information comes true. Like I, we all know what's happening. It just hasn't happened yet. Your, hopefully, your birthday uh, lets it happen for the Heat. Uh, Will. So, Ohanis and Ian. Ohanis and Ian. Right. You see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and uh, David Gorzakowski, Jafar Hassan, like th- those are great uh, pieces. And then of course, I guess again, having willpower is sort of that clinching component. And yeah. then Jenna Roya was a really, really talented 
two-way player for the team as well. So like the the, the well the, the team is well built top to bottom. So a little key stat for you about um, Dream Team: nine times their defense only gave up seven points or less. That won't be the case in this game. I know, but that, that's a crazy stat though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, nine is, yeah. times they give up less than a touchdown. It, oh, I just I think that there's um, a divide when it comes to athleticism in co-ed three like some teams are very athletic and some teams just don't have that and drink team are that team that are blessed athletically i was surprised to see them take it to one of niners in the last round to see them to see one niners held to six points yes and no i mean when there's a comfort zone in in uh throwing to alex blay who's not there for yeah. the playoff game you know, he was, was he in, long uh, time ago England, at the uh, Eiffel Tower the other week. Right, yes. So Eiffel Tower, by the way, glorified uh, scaffold. Yes. It's the worst monument. Yeah, Maybe we should bring that to Stade de Montréal and film from it there. It would be awesome. It yeah. would it would have more use for us than it has taking an average city and making it Paris, than it And taking Alex Blay away from a semifinal. Yeah, game. exactly. Why are you <laughs> going to Paris? It's a waste of time. <laughs> he was in London, Terrible too, city. no? Like he was in London, Paris, no? Was he? he went to, I know yeah, it was London, yeah, and I think yeah. we went to Paris. He just touched down in London town. Oh, boy. Oh. Nice. Okay, Kanye. Um, so, yeah, not having Offensive Player of the Year in Coed 3 not not available to you. We'll, we'll do that to you. Yeah. That, so, yeah, that that explains 50% of it. And, that, and then that hinders also the, the confidence in, in a new quarterback for first season under his belt in Charles Presser, right? Not yeah. having your security blanket there in a playoff game where in your first playoff game you had – Five throws because it got ended early because of a freak injury to Vince Marisette, which we mm-hmm. talked about last week. That's all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I can I can see why they only put up uh, six points on the board. Yeah, I, I just I thought they put up more of a fight. I, I understand all that information. It just yeah. this is a team that scored kind of with yeah. ease throughout the season, yeah. right? Right. It, it, like I think Dream Team, I was able to score keep their their score kept their games uh, twice, three times during the early part of the regular season. Uh, but they're fun to watch, man. The Alex Royal is a really good quarterback. Uh, they they are a fun group to watch, and I know they they smashed that Eagles free agent squad um, week two, I think it was, or week three. Mm-hmm. So, Eagles, do you have any comment here quickly before we move on on drink team? I, I think you actually missed that week. If I'm not mistaken. No, no I missed there. the first week. Oh, three. He was there I was there for this game. He yeah. was there in Laval. So. They're good. Uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. I think Terry is going to have his hands full. Uh, some of the other games this yeah. year have been a little bit easier for him. This is definitely not going to be one of them. I will say the the rushing of Daryl Dorsley, um, if he so decides, mm-hmm. uh, will limit all the things I just said about Terry Babalus. He does rush. He does rush. He does, but I don't think it matters at all. Actually, I think Terry's become a lot more comfortable in the pocket as a yeah. It just passer. if the first first read's not there, second read. Yeah, he, he can go through his second read. He's gone from an '80s baseball pitcher throw to now a '90s baseball pitcher right. throw. Yeah, if you see him throw it, he, he looks yeah, like yeah. an '80s baseball pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Does look, it doesn't matter what it looks like, dude. The ball just has to get to the spot. Yeah. Like the ball. Look, out there. we'll talk about that when we get to Division A. But the ball doesn't even have to spiral to get you to the finals. Of course not. <laughs> uh, quick questions here: If yes, this is know. a shootout, who has the advantage? One word answer. Wait, wait, wait. What does shootout mean? Like 40-40? Like like no, nobody's making stops. It's just oh, whoever, okay, who's okay. scoring, drink score, 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 score. If that's the case, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's drink team. Yeah, drink and team. if it's a defensive battle on both sides, who has the advantage? Drink team. Yeah. Um, it's closer. Uh, it's an impressive stat, man. To hold nine opponents to seven points or less. No, I'm, like, I would go Thunder Buddies with that. Yeah, like, as, I'm, as I'm reasoning it out, 
because like again, Thunder Buddies have a lot of playmakers on the defensive side of the ball and a lot of institutional intelligence, right? Like they have a lot of people who play high division FPF. Yeah. That's not the case for Drink Team. Not necessarily. Uh, to be fair, uh, Medric Lazon playing in Division C. Value Shelter. Shelter yeah. playing yeah. B and C. Yeah. But Will, Will Power's been playing C. fairly high division yeah. for a while. Jafar Hassan as well. Yeah. Gutkowski's been part of that blessed structure too. Yeah. Like, and, I uh, and, and again, the fact that they play together in those high divisions right. yes. allow for communication. I think this plays on both sides for maybe going for a double this weekend, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. With Primal, with some of the guys for yeah. uh, Drink Team, and even for... Uh, Blast and all that. Yeah. Okay, on to the other co-ed final. And this is definitely the one I think we're all hungry for and can't wait to see. I know uh, Iggy must... Uh, must watch TV. Yes. Uh, you won't be calling this game, that's for sure. No, I will not. No, you'll not be calling this game. Yourself. Why not? Because <laughs> it's Kiss My End Zone against the IG team. Why not? Uh, I'll be busy throwing passes, Eagle. I'll, I'll, I'll throw one to your camera. This sounds like excuses. I'll throw one to your camera. Excuses indeed. Well, you guys had a, a comeback when... And uh, overtime situation to get by easy fun. Yeah, that was a very entertaining game. They had a great game plan coming in, uh, very stout defensively and especially the red zone. Uh, and like a chocolate stout, uh, sh- oatmeal, coffee, coffee, stout. coffee. Um, Strong. Yeah. Uh, Alexi Dubois struggles against the Nicolas Blais, uh playbook. There's consistently crossers on every single play there is a crossing route and you just don't know what level it's coming from and if it's the, from the slot from wide is it going deep is it is it shallow um so they they offensively uh were moving the ball with ease but when crunch time uh came mm-hmm. kiss the kiss my end zone as a team uh made huge individual plays from Really throughout throughout the the roster, whether it was Laurie Willette with two plays remaining in the game, easy fun on the six yard line going for the win, getting a sack for seven yards. If it was Alex Noel catching a uh, a touchdown that was almost an interception off of Nicole, Nick 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 Blaise hands, uh, he he came up big with the TD. He's the one who threw a two point convert in overtime to Erica Dubois. Yeah. So. Uh, 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 you know, to Erica and Alex Noel teaming up there, and 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 that's and that's really the thing with the team. Uh, uh, Louis Bejean converting the onside kick in in what we absolutely needed to 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 score to tie the game. So contributions coming from different elements on the team, and it's it's comforting knowing that it doesn't all have to be on the quarterback, right? Uh, when you know your defense can get you a stop, can can get make big plays when needed, it's it's a it's it's a really great feeling. It's it's a really energizing thing for a team, and we're going into the finals with a lot of confidence. And the thing you're not gonna well. s- the thing you're not gonna say is, is like in most situations, having you Iggy uh, throwing converts for a win is that place your benefit. It's something you do very very well. Uh, that duo of you and Noel in the backfield when you d- do decide to drop the second QB yeah. uh, is absolutely lethal. It's hard. It's hard to stop. It, it, it's the team that's that has that opportunity to stop you guys is IGT. Yeah. The team speed, this this is, I think, the one team that has a team speed advantage over you guys. Yeah. Oh, I, um, yeah. Over you folks. I don't guys. Guys and girls. For yeah. Ed, but yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was really impressed. The, when I played IG team, I had one thing open all game. It was a seven yard into Will Paquette. Yeah. It's all, and I had to. T- 
I had to call so many different things to create opening for that seven in, and you know it, it just made it a very difficult game. Um, they're 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 talented top to bottom. The the Alexi the Alexi brothers obviously uh, being ridiculously talented. Gianni Gravel is amazing. Um, yep. Doesn't get a lot of press compared to a lot of like. Uh, the, the 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 female athletes that um, have have had unlocked me. more me. sustained success in FPF for, in, in, in the medium and short term, but she's she's been very good for a long time, yep. and this uh, season she's really stepped it up. So here's a question for you guys. Uh, by the way, um, uh, uh, kiss my end zone nine game winning streak. Their last loss, field one at Papineau. Where were the finals this year? Field one at Papineau. Go food for thought. Uh, so you mentioned the speed uh, piece. Bigger problem will it be the speed of Jizzly Lexi or our very own Iggy controlling the clock with his style of offense? Hmm. And when I say by speed, Jizzly's using his legs and arm to great efficiency. The yeah. thing that impressed me the most about IG team is the on the fly adjustments and communications, like in play communication. So, like when one person's re like releasing a route to another part of the field. A lot of times in FPF, the plays happen so quickly that 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 just happens and teams give it up. Um, IG team may get beat on a concept once, and then you need to switch it up. And I, Iggy, I think that's your strength, right? Like that's what you do well is play calling and understanding situations. And but I think IG team is really going to uh, challenge that. Um, you played earlier this season. It was a tight game. You guys won uh, 30 to 27. Outdoors. Yeah. I outdoors do think the that they're a play. better team now than they were in week three. Um, oh, they're confident. In terms please. of communication, in terms of their confidence, in terms of um, their execution, what I think is actually going to be the biggest issue is um, I expect Iggy to maintain the specific level of um, efficiency. And I think Jinsley Alexi is going to leave points on the board. Um, I, as much as he's improved, I, I just think Iggy is as efficient a passer as there is in this division. Unless you have one of those games where you just... It, I don't know what happens to you. Like, yeah, what, I know. Once out of every 46 games, you become a different human. But yeah. other than that, you, yeah, you, that you become against, absolutely uh, like stellar, right? Um, the, thi the, the only opportunity i think they have really is they need they need i would say two turnovers whether turnovers on downs or turnovers they need to create extra opportunities because i don't think that jeans will be as effective as you are and i think it's going to come down to the same kind of situation that happened with the easy fun matchup where the kiss my end zone defense are you playing man coverage and just trying to win the one-on-one -on -one with alexi as a quarterback to run are you playing they're more not, not. Not but then are you playing more a concept of you know, for rollouts, are you playing more for just pure passing game and everything? Are you willing to give up the middle intermediate plays for them to kind of cut the field slowly, but then basically squander them and crush them in the red zone plays, and that's where you actually get the advantage? Their offense is not that, though. It's not breaking it's down segments of the field. No, it's, it's, it's setting up isolation concepts and uh, using their superior athleticism. So it's, it's setting up like... A hook and corner, making you make a choice, and if it, if both are covered, throwing it up to the corner, and GNC's got a great arm, and the receivers have great speed, both the male and female receivers, and so he trusts everyone on that field to make a play. That's <coughs> what makes them difficult. Um, so I think it's going to take a smart game plan from Alexis Dubois on defense 
to upset sort of the rhythm and timing because that's the thing is when when Jeezy Alexi starts to miss on some of his throws, yeah, he he does start to other. miss. Yeah. Th- there's no miss like his first miss, and then he misses a few, and then he gets mm-hmm. back into rhythm. But if you can upset that rhythm, that's that's the thing that's gonna to best uh, set you up. Speaking of Jeezy Alexi after uh, their loss in Deve, he goes, "We're ready." I remember who won winter season right for Coed. Yeah. Well, so we s- we I mean we spoke about it um, last season when we were like midway through the season. I was like, "Oh, he he got good at quarterback fast." Yeah. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not the normal like couple of seasons before he figured he got good like midway through the in like six games. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I was like, "Oh no no, he's a different person than he was week one, right?" So like, then the fall cup, right, where we faced. Well, him it, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we. But even at that, like, from seeing him in week one and then seeing him again in, like week six or seven, right, right, I was right, like, right. I was like, "Oh, this is a different dude." Yeah. Like. Just the growth from fall to, to 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 winter, and then the growth in winter from uh, was so quick that like it was a question mark heading into winter season. Whereas now we expected him to be one of the best quarterbacks in division, and he was. Yeah. On to division E, uh, we have Bendo Break against Ramfins. Ramfins the best or the coolest logo. Uh, we can't have a team called Ramfins. It's a cool logo, man. But we can't have their name on the trophy. It's a cool logo. It's a shitty well, thing. It's no longer a trophy, right? We give, we give the banners now, right? So we have oh, banners. good. At least there's that. Right. So anyway, uh, Bendo Break, they, they've they done it the, uh, the long road. Yeah. They've gone from literally from the opening round playoffs at Murray Vic, and they've won four in a row. Always being the lower seed. Always yeah. being the lower seed. Yeah, exactly. Except for week, the first week, which was yeah. the divisional round, but still. Right, which they ran in uh, Texas uh, chooches, right? But um, What happened Texas to Wales. FSU against Ramfins? So like, FSU, they, they, they ran a team. five. Yeah, they, ah. they, they don't have enough bodies. They barely won uh, against Pasad Abiyat, and they won that uh, makeup game, the five plays they had against cover three inches long. Um, so I've seen both teams play. I know Iggy, you've seen them play as well. They were on yeah. the field last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Bender Break, they have a really good um, flow going. They're very confident in themselves. Like they yep. have built it up, built it up. Even in their last weekend of the of the regular season, even though they got they lost that one, uh, they are they have a, they have good athletes in this team, and it starts with their quarterback play and what they get from that position uh, coming in from Luke Moreau. He is he's not going to throw four hundred yards. But he makes plays at the critical moments. And I like his style of playing, this confidence that he brings on for this team. Yeah, that's the thing. They they don't have – you can tell that they run, like, 30 different plays in, in a single game and maybe run the same play, like, twice <coughs> or three times max. But it's, it's more of an athletic ability f- from them. Uh, really surprised they came out on top of uh, Hale Marty's by two scores. Yeah. Um, that one's surprising, but really it's where their athleticism shines the most is defensively, uh, with guys like that we've seen from dime squad kind of merging with this, uh, this Ben Dome break squad, William Gillespie, uh, Tristan Boyer, uh, and Dominic Widener, uh, are names that come to mind that, that just have this raw ability to come up with a big play defensively and, and, and spe- specifically Dominic Widener, uh, offensively with, Sideline, tiptoe, forty bomb touchdowns. That's usually uh, his name on uh, that I'm inputting on the scorekeeper ca- app. The the thing that surprised me most about the game against Hail Marys is I thought Hail Marys was going to physically bully them. Right. I thought yeah, the size. Big, yeah, they they're a big squad too. The, yeah. And they 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 play. Yeah. They 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 clutch. They hold. They yeah. they interrupt timing on routes. So if anything, it sh- it shows their ability, th- th- their their athleticism in that scenario, in that they can. 
they can sort of break hand contact. They can right. they can recuperate the speed that they lose when the routes get interrupted. Um, the the team speed. I, the t- the time I've seen Bendel break, I was pleasantly impressed by. I guess all impressions are pleasant, but very pleasantly impressed by mm-hmm. um, their team speed. Yeah, they just have they have they have a good enough understanding of flag concepts, but just don't have the the. They don't realize that they can just run the same six plays, seven. Yeah, six. especially with their speed, all hooks. Yeah. The guys are gonna drop because yeah. they're gonna be so scared of getting burned by them yeah. that yeah. you can run all hooks, put it in a guy's chest, and get five free yards when you need it. Exactly. I'm not saying run it all the time, yeah. but I'm saying like, oh, first down to work, second and ten, make it third and four now, and, yes, and exactly. have two downs to get four da- four yeah. yards. Like yeah. the little things like that, I think that is part of that maturity for them, uh, but. In the meantime, whatever, man, it's fun. Yeah, like, no, no, no. It's they're, cool that someone's de- doing it different, right? Yeah, exactly. They're definitely having fun out there. What I wonder is, like, or uh, that I'm worried about or concerned about this team is that they're usually the demise, their own, like, their demise usually comes at their own hands, is that they overthink things, like you're saying, and maybe tend to to go deep when, when they shouldn't, and it's fourth and one. And, um, and I think on, on the stage of the finals, Maybe that that plays a factor, perhaps. And look, let's not let's not discount Ramfins, right? Yeah, um, they have some dudes on this team. Yeah. What their name is in discount bin? The Dumaguil boys are, are yeah. pretty good. Discount, uh, double check them. Please. Yeah, we had a team called Discount. Yeah, double we check. did have that years ago. <laughs> uh, but they yeah, Sh- Sheldon has had a pretty solid season, um, but has definitely stepped it up in the playoffs. I will say. Um, their only real test, and I know they they had a close game against Hude, but only flags I yeah, thought was I a saw. was a real test. And then FSU, given the situation, they're only five. They're not, you know, they're coming in here kind of without the same level of uh, seasoning as uh, Bendel Break. Yeah, well, look, the, I, I see your point with that, and uh, like a guy like Jesse Dumagil, right? Eleven yeah. nineteen during the regular season. Yeah. That's no, massive. Chad Dumagill. Yeah. 13, 13, 13, 13. Yeah, yeah, and then Chad Dumagill, 11 sacks during the regular season, right? I mean, those are great numbers. Yeah. And, and I think... Oh, my mistake. I thought you were saying he threw 13. No, uh, he had 11 90s yeah. as, as, a, as a guy. As, as a own, uh, That's a DB, yeah. DB. But, you know, and Moreau, you know, I'm curious to see how he will react to the pass rush and what he sees being thrown at him. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you look at Bendel Break, uh, I go back to the loss to Miki FT. And mm-hmm. I believe Mickey FT was only five players that day. Really? And they lost by seven. Uh, Bend no break. But, mm-hmm. you know, Luca Note is a guy um, that I'm looking at. I think he can be the X factor for Bend no break. Yep. And if he gets going, and he's sort of the, the inside the numbers, if there were numbers in the football field, that he's, that's where he does his damage, yep. where his postal code is. And if he can get going, I think that's a really good safety belt to have for uh, Bend no break, uh, especially in the red zone, where the traffic becomes even more congested than normal. So Don't forget, this... Ramfin's team, this Ramfin's defense cool in slogan. particular, is the green monster defense minus um, our our friend uh, plays in higher divisions. That's a good friend. Played quarterback for a little bit. Uh, I know that friend. Name's escaping me, obviously. His name's uh, his name's name escaping me. Simon Dajnay. Keep you from uh, Green Monster. Oh, I played him too. Name is escaping me. He's a great defender, great rusher. He's uh, like an all-around great player in FPF. And you don't remember his name? No, because he's he's not playing. Because he's not playing this. He uh, used every generic term to describe this uh, friend of his. 
Fred Millet? No. Uh, I'm, getting, we met? I'm getting the name. No, Green Monster, oh, not Green, Monster, Green not Monks. monks. Uh, Patrick Jazon. Oh, oh Jazon. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I was thinking Green Monks. Yes, I know you were. <laughs> so, all the credit that we've always given Green Monster on defense, it's the same defense. This is the same team, yeah. by the way, mm. if, if you haven't really noticed all season. It's just minus Pat Jazon and, and, and a few others. Well, but that's, that's the thing is the, the deductions are significant, right? Sure, but it's still a lot of the same playmakers in the Duminil brothers and yeah, um, yeah. and Billy Gway and uh, Yannick Nado. These 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 guys they know what they're doing out there and and like Mo saying that Ben don't break de- uh, offense. If 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 he if Luke Moreau gets sacked twice for seven yards each time, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah that he's that's a team that's like okay, well now just hail Mary. Like, because I don't know what to run. Yeah. Instead of cutting the field in half and, and making right. it a manageable fourth down. All right, on to Div D2. Yes. And uh, we have soccer again. Iggy's <laughs> boys playing. Idaho U to Pimps against West Island boys. Um, Why did Pease look surprised there? He looked surprised. Are you are you playing this game? What's going on? I'm, I'm on the roster. I know, but I haven't seen you in a while with Idaho U to Pimps. Because uh, I was throwing in Divi- Division A. I had yeah. opportunities to throw in Division so A. So that means... Uh, but I'm snapping for the team. So, so you don't care about this team, is what you're saying? No, I'm snapping for so the team. So you can mark them off for this final So should we broadcast. talk about them? Because if Iggy doesn't care, why should we care? Well, yeah, well... You can mark it's not off. important to him to show up. Who's calling? Are you calling the game or am I calling the game? Dude, I don't know yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll find out after <laughs> the show. We'll find out after the show. Okay, look. I have, again, a <laughs> lot going on, man. Uh, West Island Boys. Um... I, I like the, the the roster. I think uh, we, we're seeing the maturity, the growth uh, at the quarterback position from Zach Stacey. I think yep. he's really taking steps this year um, as a quarterback. Uh, he had some yips in the winter season, but he's made some big throws. I mean, you go towards their second half of the season, they've had some close games where he's <laughs> won it on the last play or second to last play. And that's going to be key is that if he's able to control this storyline with his arm and legs – uh, it could be a little bit tricky for I don't you to pimps and how this can play out in the long view of this matchup. So for me, if you look at the two semifinal games, Idaho won 52 to 34 and West Island boys won 50 to 36. So the offense is not a problem for either team. I think where Idaho has the advantage are two point conversions. I don't believe West Island boys West Island boys are as comfortable going for two than what Idaho is. Uh, and I've learned very quickly that going for two can radically change the outcome of a game. And Idaho's comfort level going for two is, I'd say, much higher than all, all than almost any team in Division D. Other than Le Bleu Dry, honestly, I think that's the other team that would have been most comfortable and fifty two thirty four. That said, if you go with a dude off, like just go with a dude off. Yeah, yeah. if you that go with a dude weird. off, like who's got the more dudes? Uh huh. I do think West Island boys have more dudes. Oh yeah, like Scott Mike B, uh, Nick DeMalo, Skyler Bailiff, Zach Stacy. Like, if you were to define who has the Not best sure players, the first three names that come to your, to your mind at least are likely. West Island boys, are they not? So, 
I know it's not you is weird, but no, no, no. <laughs> at best, no. I'll, I'll throw you three. I other mean, Joe Hovington obviously willpower yeah. could be. In oh, this game. Okay, I could be. I don't think Sir football. William Power. Sir William Power. So the annoying thing about the way our website works is it's hard to know who's uh, who's actually uh, well eligible. Oh right, with the, the, the division split. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I guess yeah, if you have will, so yeah, so it's closer. Yeah, I'd say you probably have the best with Will and Jerome. Not far behind, but Jerome uh, and Skyler Bailiff, Manu, Manu Alarwa is yeah. on the team. Yeah. He's 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 good again. He's just taking I'm not, great I, I, I don't as mean a it as a shot. It's no, just no, no, no. Four players I find to be some of the most talented athletes. Maybe in FPF. and in in FPF, Alex uh, Slolipski is not as well a, 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 yeah. a, a, a like a, a known talent yet, mm-hmm. but playing it with Air Force One and Idaho, is mm-hmm. a receiver that in a given season could put up 300 yards, 10 TDs. Yeah. I'd argue, I'd argue. I, look, I love the the West Island boy talent as well. I I think you go name for name, and I think you could go say comparable. Yeah, I I, I comparable for sure. I still give the edge, personally. Um, Thanks. I, I I mean when I, when I'm like the fifth best receiver I, I on get, this team, makes I sense. get PG's point of the dudes, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, from from the from the DNA of athleticism, they are yeah, you know, on paper, but. You know, look, I, I score Kevin one or two of your games for I know you the pimps. Yeah, one or two. Yeah. Your boy Sam Duchesne, the best. Um, can I get a flag? Yeah, no problem. Pay me five bucks afterwards. He brings back the flag, puts it back in the plastic bag into my sack. That I Refund. I go, Are you serious, this dude? That cheap can't buy a flag? I, no I, I will. That's I will die. I will die no, on the that's hill. That's not Idaho. I will die on the hill. That the least interesting thing that we do us. is the trials and tribulations of a scorekeeper. No, I you did. Thunder buddies. Least interesting thing that we do. Sam Duchesne. Yeah. Least interesting thing that we do. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about scorekeepers. I don't even think you guys can vote yet. Oh yeah. I what do you s- what do you always say that players play for? Stats. 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 Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, oh, oh, right. I'm sorry. Players would oh. rather have you guys all replaced by AI. You know, you know, writers. We don't need you. Counters, you know, <laughs> we're gonna be replaced by self-serve counters, uh, like check-in checkouts, right? So at the end of the game, you go, okay, I had ten catches, Great. 124, yeah. three touchdowns. Oh, dude, players would love that. Yeah. What are you talking yes. about? Yeah. That's yeah. the dream. <laughs> well, the automated machine. Just set up an iPad. Too. <laughs> this guy to show up, show your face on the screen, recognizes it, face recognition. No need to have us to check you off, right? Perfect. So, uh, dude. I'm yeah. just saying. Trust me, Eagle, man. Eagle, I've yeah, talked about it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah the unemployment line's coming for the scorekeeper's faster than I, I interviewed better. someone who worked for Amazon's Just Walkout stores and everything. Trust me, I tried. Isn't Walmart <laughs> taking it out, by the way? They're removing the uh, checkout lines now? Apparently because they've, they've had so many thefts at Walmart that they're going to remove the checkout lines now and go back to... Uh, I know, and Walmart doesn't like it when they're not the ones doing the thieving. Yeah, exactly. So, so here, here's a surprising concept. If you remove your labor force in an effort to reduce cost and the food price goes up, go fuck yourself. <laughs> There's also <Exactly>. that. <laughs> okay, so in this in this go bleep yourself game here between I know you depends West Island boys. Peace. It's again, Iggy can't really talk about this since he's involved allegedly. Um, I mean, barely. How about, well, he's like the fifth best guy. How, yeah. how, how about this? West Island boys will for sure only be six, maybe five players. Who are the six? I don't know. After five, then okay, the point, the conversation is over. I'll close yeah, my laptop. I we might can go just, home. Uh, okay, if there's six. <laughs> if there's six, we'll have a conversation. But to me, it depends who those six are. Yeah, yeah. like if they're missing they one of their big four, that's a big deal. I don't think they will. I think they'll have everyone there. No, the ones who are available. Oh, and Mike Collar's good too. That's a good team. 
Yeah. It's a very good team. I mean, they've yeah. had some big wins, man. Uh, and, you know, they... Julian McLaren Thompson rushing. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. And if yeah. you remember the playoff loss that they had against um, Fourth and Schlong, I think it was in the winter season, they were kind of... They were favorites to go to the finals, and they came up short, right? So this is like a redemption tour for them to kind of... No, that would have been... Uh, beating Big Fat Bats and putting up 50 against Big Fat Bats is a big deal. Against Arch uh, McNally? That's pretty impressive. I don't believe he was there. I didn't see him on the on the roster. Oh. You have him there. Joe Marghese no, is not on the You have the list. roster. Yeah. The roster, not the game <laughs> sheet. Yeah. I would imagine he was on the stat sheet. Joe Marghese will not be playing the finals this year. Yes. Hello, Joe. Would you like to call games for us? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Joe Morghese. Yeah, it'd be fun. There you go. Yeah, Joe wasn't happy. He's like, me, bro, you can be calling my game. Sure. No problem. All right, on to Division D1. Le Renard Vif against X-Men. This is, this is a really unique uh, battle between yeah. these two teams here. Um, X-Men, they're that Disney movie. They won the they're winter. Back. They're back, baby. They're and back. I feel like uh, Godmother Swim Down is going to insert himself in the lineup <laughs> because <laughs> he did have the DMPs and kept himself eligible for the playoffs here. Le Renard Vif, man. Uh, I think that's a team that can match up with the speed of... Uh, yeah. Of X Men, in, in what sense? Like, uh, are we looking from defense or yeah, off? defensively matching up with the X Men offense speed? Um, I think there were there weren't many teams that could, and Lerenov Vif. Not only do they have the speed per se to to stay with them, um, they have the size advantage over them, and they have what what X Men have a lot, and this is rarely talked about in FPF, but they have stamina. They have. They they can well, be running like, for days. They're like yes. fourteen years I, old. Sixteen. They, they can run for days. Yeah. But and they can they can just make the rusher travel a hundred yards on a single. But enough if uh, it was a team I, I sort of proclaimed like halfway through the season. I, I saw I watched them play. And I was I was amazed by how talented they are. I, I think I think uh, they're going to give X Men a run for their money. Yep. Uh, X Men, of course, it depends who throws. Jacob uh, Salve is the one who's throwing for enough fifth. I was going to the point that he's going at it again. Just saying, you know, like yeah. last, we last already season. Ta- we talked about it already. What? We talked about the Disney movie yeah. scenario. We, 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 we just talked I about it. I wouldn't this. call it a, a Disney scenario. <laughs> Unless, like, I mean, like, <laughs> you guys are acting like Cruella de Vil is the hero of that story. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Guatma is right. the villain of the story. Right. So it's a you? Disney movie, man. It's like, okay, no, guys, it's like, last play of the game. Let's score. Yeah, let's do it. And he did. No, it, it's, it's, the, it's the, the opposite. This is what it is. Last play of the game. And who's going to slaughter all these Dalmatians? <laughs> it's got my smart man. Like, like l- listen, he's the reason there's a quarterback cap. And you should thank him for that. But why was he allowed to throw in the division again and win a championship again? Does he throw this weekend? Yes or no? No. Come on. I, 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 think I will. He, look, I think he, I think it's he enough. Will it's enough of looking at Louis smart okay? Let the kids play, man. <laughs> Your time has passed. Look, yeah. Jacob Salve is the guy that I'm watching out yeah. for for the Renard Vif because, you know, he's he's. I don't think he's playing Kanye anymore. I think he's maybe done maybe he may have one more year left for Kanye. I don't know. Anyway, point is this: that um, he's gotten better as a passer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I watched him play. I had him once or twice in my field. He's gotten better as a passer. Uh, he he loves to improvise with his legs and buy himself time. Doesn't want to run unless he has to. Yeah, I think that's going to be a key because can the maturity of X Men maintain their assignments on defense exactly. and not break down and fall for his traps and then get exposed for a deep ball throw that he might have against this uh, X Men defense? Yeah, um, I'm less convinced about the X Men defense. I think that they get rewarded from their athleticism, but I don't think that. They can do that here. I think it's going to take yeah. an actual commitment to 
um, to playing sort of team defense. And and right. look, they're capable. That they're they're a group that's played together for a long time. It's just they haven't had to play this way in a long time. Um, and I think you're underselling how good Renard Vif's defense has been all season. Oh, they're very good. Because they defense, they've been yeah. they've been actually they've actually they actually allowed less points during the season than X Men, uh, Jean Terrien, William Benoit. Um, these guys can play. Uh, they do a rusher by committee thing too, which again, when you have a bunch of insanely fast guys, it's, I'm and curious it's what, see what they need. do though, because again, the X Men ability to to buy time and all right, that. you need that ability yeah. on a team. You need to have two, even three rushers, to be you know to take turns when when rushing uh, Daniel Devine. So on that point, two questions for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the players on Leonard Vif are faster than lively foxes? Yes. What does uh, Google say? I mean, I, I I would imagine foxes are physically faster than humans, but I, I like where Eagles no, they got going. Some quickness though, they're quicker than fast. So you're saying they have a great like first couple of steps, but like their forty time is terrible. Yeah, they're quick but not fast. I will say like I, there's a lot of them on the golf course near where I live, and they've been eating human food for way oh too Jesus. long. They they're just lazy. They're, they're, they're oh, I thought you meant they've been eating human as food. There are a bunch of fat foxes, is what I'm saying. What does the fox say, though? <laughs> it says, uh, win, perhaps. And then, we'll follow-up question, Cruella DeVille was dealing with Dalmatians, <laughs> who were kind of stuck in a big fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> what if those were foxes instead? Because they sound a little bit more feisty. Yo, that's, yeah. a fun, that's a fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's yeah. the Disney movie we're all looking for, Mo. We're, we're looking to see the villain mauled. Well, we'll see if 100 Dal- 101 Dalmatians get slaughtered on Sunday by whatever in our fifth. But as you're seeing before with uh, foxes and food. Yeah, and I was saying that. So the ones I see on a regular basis are yes. slow as shit. They're, they're, those are the peas versions of, of foxes <laughs> where they spend most of their day eating and so therefore they can't move very quickly. Broken knees. Yeah. Tough life. Tough life being a fox. I can see all three coaches playing on Sunday for. Uh, X-Men. One was suited. Well, up. again, you you have to Sandman, you have to assume villainy, right? Like you have to assume if the opportunity arises to do something villainous, it's like it's never like when you're watching a movie early on and then like you know the, the Joker brings a box to a building. And you're like, I wonder if that's going to come back. It always comes back. <laughs> so that's why it's our job to make sure that you know the quarterback cap and such is in the, is in place. All right, on to Div C. Um, Primal against Sharks. Um, what happened to Diamond Bougie? They, just, they, they haven't played the best football in the last half of the season. They also were missing Jerome Hovington for yeah. it, who's been banged up here and there. Yeah, they, they, have not been, they have not played their best football, I would say, since late June to present. That's not been the most <coughs> convincing <laughs> arguments. But, but let's not undersell Primal. No, no, Primal, by the way, by the, way the last Sharks week one, 45-20. Primal's played their the Primal's yeah, actually the, Primal did you mean? Uh Primal lost the Sharks week one. Yeah, it's not the same Primal team. No, no, but they've been peaking. No, but it fi- it's not the same roster. No, no, I'm saying they've been peaking since early July. Yeah, because there's different guys on the team who didn't yeah. weren't there early yeah. in the season. Uh you know, but Jared Buck at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And that's part of it. Jared Buck wasn't the quarterback to start the season. Yeah, hundred percent. He he really impressed me um in Laval against Bissette and Sapote because mm-hmm. you know because we all thought Bissette would run them off. Nope. Yeah. Let me. This dude, okay, let me tell you one play. He had a play where they were up like two scores. He made one rush. He made the rusher miss him on the first move. So he's rolling to his right. Rusher's pursuing him to, on his left hip. Mm. 
He spun out of it. Damn it, peas. Well, take care of your goddamn wire, bro. You guys sound like a couple in bed. Give me a space. Oh, <laughs> if it was, in, if we were in bed, Iggy would be moaning a lot more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> bang, 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 hey, bang. Don't bang me. He he literally s- did a pirouette yes. on the rusher from Bissette, yeah. and as he as he made the turn, yes, no look touchdown pass. Like Ooh. he is playing beyond like right. cloud nine right now for his uh, confidence. And he does have chemistry with Jeremy Laplante, who he oh, threw he's last good. spring. He's ridiculous. Yeah. He's yeah, very yeah. Good. Who he threw last uh, Division E Praetorian Guard, was it? Or Praetorian Guard was the Division E, so the Division D version of their team. Um, he's, so he, he has chemistry with Laplante, with Médric Lezon. Um, I believe has played with Alexis Labonte in uh, in a few seasons past. Yeah. Um, so there's 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 familiar. They didn't just bring on a random quarterback off the street just to say, "Hey, can you sub for our Division D team?" Uh, C team. And, and Laplante wasn't there week one. Right. Mythical Zone was throwing week one. Yeah. So it's it's not the same yeah. scenario this time around as it is week one. Um, but the Sharks load with talent, man. They're plush with talent. To me, the sh- look. <laughs> I famously said it early in the season, right? I thought that, um, you know, Sean Abram and Corey Wawowski were too good to be playing in this division. And they, they, they had the, the division dodging that semifinal game, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Sean the, Abram was where? In Sardinia. I won't say the word, the but it, it was the Sea Bowl. The Bowl of Seas. Just Howard's. I didn't say it. Yeah. You mean Howard? Howard. Ron Howard. Um, but yeah, so, you know, like, look. <laughs> I had a chance to watch uh, Sharks play in the playoffs, um, and Koyoleski is just incredible at picking the weak spots on defense, and the fact that like he's throwing to dudes like Dondre Borden and Max Bira, Quasi, and Quasi. Like that's the thing is like Noah Grope, having huh? having these two guys who in the air are just ridiculous, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Glitches, human glitches, yeah. and then Quasi with with his with his speed. speed. And, Noah Groper. and by the way, that's it. We, we didn't even get to Noah Groper yet, right? And like, and you guys haven't seen Jordan Dubuc. This guy's good. really good. Yeah. he's very good. He's really that's, good. That's literally my point. It's like like everyone in this team can make plays, yeah. and on top of that, the, the top end talent on this team, as good as Primal is, like man, it's it's tough. To deal with the depth on sharks, yeah. Given that, on top of that, they do have the as good as Bucky is, as good as he's been. Yeah, he isn't what Wolowski is. Once in a while, Jared Buck will predetermine. He's throwing that seam. He's throwing the post, and sometimes there's a defender there. Um, he still does a little bit of that um, that he used to do, and has gotten away with because of just how great his arm is, mm-hmm. how great a deep ball thrower he is. Uh, Corey Wolowski is the opposite. He he's going. To, he finds ways to. This just decimate your defense, and he did that against a really good defense, by the way, in, in backyard bullies last night. Yeah, he I, I scored cap that game, and he was surgical. He opened them up and ripped the heart out, and didn't even care. He had no remorse for how that defense looked. He was sixteen to twenty. Mm. Um, look at Quincy Gordon Mall, right? The, I mean, they have talent to work with. I mean, one through five for receiving yeah. options is yeah. excellent. And their defense is very opp- opportunistic, and they made some big plays, and they've been peaking at the right time. Um, you know, even Brent Blocken, who uh, who played against him with the commission, uh, before he played in the week that they lost, which was last Thursday, so the Tuesday of last week, he go- they had beaten Sharks early in the season yep. without Noah Groper. Yep. And he goes, man, that's the guy we're worried about, Noah Groper. He, oh, he, but again, it's it, 
like if he's if he's if he's your number one, it's one thing. It's the fact that like across the board, number ones. Yeah, uh, they have five guys who could be the number one receiver. But on any team, but he's in this the division. guy that you can't. If you can't contain the fizz in the bottle, forget about it. He's gonna just explode on you and yeah. just make it a mess for you. And it just makes it it lowers everyone on the depth chart by one slot on defense, right? To to defend. So when he's not there, okay, you have Quazy, but you know you can try and match him up with your best defender. But add Noah Gro- Groper to that, and then that's just where teams don't have enough on on defense. I think Primal does have enough defenders. I mean, they beat Diamond Bougie without um, Jourdain Alexis in the lineup. That's that's saying something. Yeah, that's saying something. And so, but but so, and like as great as um, the quarterback is for Diamond Bougie, whose name escaped me. Jules Regimbal. Jules Regimbal. As good as the dude has been, make me yell. As good as the dude has been, he's getting to the point where unless he takes another step, yes, he's. Getting to be the weaker part of that team, where Corey Wawaski again is the Corey. Dare I say the best passer in this division? Overall pass, like in terms of everything he does. I'm not saying the best physical thrower of the football, the best quarterback, and everything that goes into playing quarterback. The th- game he, management, he, decision making, could be throwing with touch, throwing with power. He could be. Yeah, with touch, and he's got a great touch. In this and coach. he does. And yeah. and and when six, you see sixteen of twenty two thirteen. That's one of his games where he's on. You can get in his head. You can, if the defense are just PDing every ball, he can get in his own head and start saying, "Man, it's not, it's not, it's not there. It's not there. My plays are not there," and and it could spiral downwards, not quickly, but there's a path for victory for Primal here. And and whereas they gotta be patient on defense, though. yeah. So look, let's take a look at what they have, right? Don J. Borden and Max Brewer are both ball winners, guys who go get the ball in the air, right? Yeah. Crazy Gordon Mall, ridiculous speed. Noah Groper, uh, yards after catch. Uh, Jared Rockman and Jordan Dubuck, just really good possession receivers. What's the kind of receiver that's going to break this game open if Sharks, if Korowalski has the kind of game we know he can have? Like that, that, that top. Be any of them. What? Yeah, no it could Groper. be any of them. Yeah, but in, in this matchup, who no do you Groper. think works best? Against so Primal? So Noah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it 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 would be Noah the Noah Quasi skill type of speed. Like Quasi Quasi speed. The size makes it a little more difficult for Max and, yes. and Dante. Yeah. Yes. Quasi speed broke uh, back our boys on Monday night. I'm not I'm surprised. Al- like also like also let's not pretend <laughs> Max Pura and Dante are not fast. By the way, no, no they so are. They are. They're just not that level of fast. No, they're they're not. It's just they're more the they're go more up, the go go put a ball in the air and go get it. And you're giving me Bura over Jourdain Alexi. Give me Alexi. Yeah, like but just Alexi's gonna have Bura or Dondre. He's not gonna be able to take both of them, right? Right. Yeah, Bura yeah. and like uh, Dondre, like Audi R8s, and then the other two are like Ferraris. But uh, Audi R8s that can jump into the air. Exactly. They <laughs> have that the, program. They can jump over a building, basically. Exactly. They have yeah. that program in the car. On to Division B. We got Poseidon's Kiss against Blessed. Um. Besides Kiss, man, they they they've been running it, man. Uh, and Blast, of course, that uh, we know about their story and who they are as a team primarily. Uh, I'm be, I'm fascinated by Besides Kiss. I mean, like they went through. Um, Did they get the best matchups throughout the playoffs for them for their skill set? PK, yeah, because they they played Silent Ticklers, um, who are good. That but was not a good matchup for them. They are lucky Dan Mancini was not there. 
Okay, he's, but he's that plays right into now, the matchup, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Dan Mancini adds the speed element that Poseidon's kids without him don't have. And Panetta right. loves well, yeah. Mancini, right? That's yeah. his boy, right? Yeah. yeah. That's his number his one deep target. Yeah. BFF over there. But and then Mangoose, I think they like that's a that's a matchup that I think goes either way. And I don't think there's a clear favorite. I, I think that's a game they can win. A game yeah, Mangoose can win. Yeah. It's it's they weren't they they weren't playing a game where they were outgunned. I don't think at any mm. point in the Mm-mm. playoffs. Mm-mm. Is my point. Mm-mm. But you know what? Mangoose did us a favor, PZ. What? Hmm? Mangoose did, did us a favor, PZ. They did us a favor because they took out Iggy's team in the playoffs. Yes, they did. Well, yeah, but he still has two playoff games. I know. Yes. Bro, send me team. your availabilities. I asked you this morning. I, I put my unavailabilities. You know, you can look at him. You don't have to look at the screen. So, to your point, though, PZ, if Poseidon's... The full season of doing your show and you still don't answer the goddamn question. We can still if do Poseidon's it kids had played run it once instead, yeah. do you think they would have still been to the finals? No. No, I don't. They, they, no. I think Pierce and Brown did, but from a structural perspective here, like you look at Jared Taylor, he's gifted, but he kind of, you know, free off, the, all off rail. You know, yeah. so if, if they can figure it out, right? If Bless can figure out, hey, he's a guy that might go freelancing, we can expose him. And he's he's gotten caught in defense where he's trying to cheat on trying to play the short uh, intermediate routes. It's, and it's the thing is, like, top. guys think they can make a play because of how small the field is, but it's hard in some ways to make a play. Because the field is small and the ball gets yeah. there quicker than you think it does. Yeah. You know, like a guy like John Edgehill, I think, could have a monster game. I mean, you think about this, the small sample size. If you prorate his stats, he would have had 18 touchdowns over 600 yards, right? He had 19 and 16 catches this year. I mean, was he even on the roster to start the season? I feel like he, he was. He came in halfway through. But yeah, the point like is that, you know, Rocco Cristiano so. loves John Edgehill, right? Of on course. those 50 jump balls, right? And, and he's found his rhythm. Don Benevento is, is a safety valve. Yep. Uh, Corey Williams is is a uh, is a Greek god Adonis of what he is. He's a physically sculpted football player that you don't want to play up against. And Jared Taylor is the X factor, right? So I just think they have players to work with. But Nick Rapini as well. Nick Rapini as well. But uh, by the way, the White Tigers is the nickname. The oh. White Tiger. Okay. Nick Rapini. We'll call him the White Tiger from Why? I saw him walk in with the Kentucky Wildcast T-shirt that had like tiger stripes. I go, Nick, your nickname, the White Tiger. Why white? He's the white tiger. <laughs> so no one's answering my questions today. <laughs> he's the white tiger. Why not just the tiger? Is he a tiger king? No, he's, he's like... He's he could have been tiger, tiger king. He's the white tiger. He loves it. He loves it. The nickname was picked up. Everyone on the team calls him uh, white tiger on all-stars. White you know, tiger. white tigers are not actually endangered. They've been marketed as such, but they're not. Are they not? No. How do you know this? I just Googled it. <laughs> Well, he's he's producing t- the show. He's White Tiger. Okay. That's, how, that's how you can tell Eagles pump for a show, by the way, when he's actually doing stuff. And, and he just blurts out <laughs> yeah. like yeah. random but facts. But, dude, you still haven't told me what kind of sword that is. I sent it in the chat an Double hour edge. ago. No. <laughs> okay, I, so, I want to know. All right, so. But it's written on the description of what it is. Kai, I'm doing a show. I you sent me the link. All right, as soon so as for, I sent for it. Blessed, for blessed. It literally says it's a scabbard. A stabbard. A scabbard. A stabbard. All sorts of stabbards. <laughs> All right, yeah, so for Bless, that defense. Yeah. yeah you look at uh, Alexis Ferrand, really good player. Phil Farah. Alexis, too, would be great, though. Oh, Alexis Ferrand, yeah. Oh, so he yeah. is on the roster, <laughs> yeah, yes. Ferrand. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's really good. Yeah. Um, they got some I really good. I mistake. <laughs> I think, it's, I think that's, that's they're going to be calling cards their defense playing well and really making it tough. Well, for and um, James Langshaw is back i believe yes he is i, I don't think. know but he has six he games so he's playoff eligible james langshaw yeah is different is incredible like he's closing speed uh natural feel for the game yeah. um 
and then again you throw him into that group where he has Al- uh, Alexis Ferrand and uh, Phil Ferrand, Kevin Smuda, Julian just guys guys who play the game so competently. Yeah. You can have this. You can have guys like him and Will Power just being like free to roam and make plays. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like y- that's a guy you you give option routes to, and he knows what how to. But I'm saying even defensively, like yeah, like just like. Go go make plays and then everyone else will sure up yeah. the uh, the rest of the, the offense, you know, the uh, rest of the defense. defense. So I think th- I think those are the things that make a difference for them. Do we think that who do who will bless send us a rush on Rocco Cristiano? They they could send Hinsley Adams. Hinsley's they their guy. Probably they Hinsley. could they could send Julien Plou. No, it'd be Hinsley. I think Hinsley's the best. I think Hinsley. Hinsley's got the, the right. maturity, the pass right. rusher. I think right. that's the right answer. Yeah, yeah Hinsley's. Yeah, Isaiah. I saw Isaiah Lart, but he's not <laughs> one game. He's not playoff uh, eligible. Been, that would have been the person. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been epic. That's yeah. always the answer to that question. Yeah, yeah I think Hinsley's the guy. The yeah. Solution. Hinsley's amazing, man. He's a great rusher. They like they they set the tone. Blessed um, against B Raz with the pick six. Uh, they came up with big stops in the red zone against B Raz, and that's why I think for Rocco Cristiano, can he be patient enough and not force things and try to have his athletes. You know, out jump this blessed team and be patient. Can he be patient? That's going to be key for Rocco in this game. It is because he's had great games at quarterback, but then very average games at quarterback between a Bible study, Division C, where they're out, and here in Poseidon's Kids Division B. And he's relied on his legs at times to get him out of a bad game mm-hmm. or an average game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget which game it was, but he had like two or three rushing attempts for 52 yards and a, and, a, and a touchdown or two in a playoff game. So that's where that's why I asked the question about the rushing ability and and maybe they even go committee because of how much he rolls around, right? And maybe Hensley gets gets tired for one drive, so they put in Julien Prou. It's a nice secondary option yeah. to have yeah. for Bless. On to Division A, All-Stars, Jamesons. Uh, we got the matchup that we wanted. I know... Uh, Nope, not from a content perspective. Oh, uh, baby, put it up. Yeah, put it up, Beagle. By the way, uh, I don't know what the streak is now, but I think this might be the eighth final in a row that involves a Kenneth Wyeth-led <laughs> team or a Braves team, right? So the Braves aren't in, but Wyeth is in there. So we've had either or in but, the finals. Uh, and, usually, this time, and usually both. <laughs> this yeah. time we have a Grim, Grim Reaper knocking on the door. Coming, Can uh, you describe that, it for that, the audio audience? Uh, that looks he, so terrible. <laughs> he looks like a murderer. I did. I did. Looks like a Grim Reaper. Yeah. I didn't think that that um, the the Photoshop can get worse than <laughs> what we got from Quay Johnson. So I need you to describe to the listeners what they're not seeing. <coughs> this is the Grim Reaper meme where he's knocking on three doors, two of which are open uh, with a trail of blood, uh, of which the first door has Corey Pecker on it from hashtag NR. The second door has Joe Meyer of. Braves, which uh, both teams that uh, Jeff Rosenblatt, Dr- Jeff Rosenblatt and the J- the Jamesons have eliminated, and the third door is closed and has Kevin Wyeth with a question mark next to it. So funny enough, after knocking, is he is he is he behind that door and knocking as, as the Grim Reaper is Jeff Rosenblatt. So funny enough, the um, after Alistair's won their game against KGP, they're doing the reenactment of the '80s movie Warriors. So Pat Jerome and Kevin Wyeth looking at Jeff Rosenblatt in the stands. Hey Jeff, come out and play, oh. right? So it, it's it's fun dance for the two teams, there right? But this is big for Jeff Rosenblatt. Like that was a big skin to get to beat yeah. the Braves in that contest. That's huge. That I have a question. He beat Eagle, the Eagle, can you bring up the the clip of the last play? 
Uh, let me see if I can. It's on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why would you do that? So, um, yeah, like, so is is Julian Pima watching this at home and saying, "This is why you should let me play more offense." Because allegedly that was his issue with Braves and why right. he what? left for other opportunities. Right. And what what does <laughs> well <laughs> as the clips playing, you just have we the can't see it. There's a ball caught back of the end zone by Marty Friedman. Marty Friedman. Marty Party. We're gonna right see here. This is why. Because oh. it's actually made Pema. Oh. Does Jeff Rosenblatt get that extra second? No, he Cause, doesn't. Because the Braves, that's been the issue since he's left, is they haven't really had anything rusher. to solve that rush. Um, yeah. And it literally cost them a trip to the finals, uh, probably for the first time since Pema's well, He's piranha out there, right, when it comes to pass rushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jeff Rosenblatt had, had a lot of time. And he found James Terrell in the back of the end zone multiple times. Right, and I think that's the indictment of again. That's piece of me the point: the lack of a pass rush. And, uh, and we talk about like we often say that the pass rush doesn't matter in Division One, but I think it like this is an example of how it does. It it doesn't matter on a play to play basis, but there's on key a moments single in play, the game. Yeah. You know, and, and why? What and Mo? You were there. What? Why? Why this touchdown in particular? Was that the first uh, touchdown well, of I the think, game? I think it was a bit of a controversial. Late. Because they thought Braves that Marty Party only had one foot upon possession of the football. I thought it was pretty clear he had two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, and on a slow mo. Bang bang. But then there was a lot of bang bang plays. There yeah. was one play where George Gerrithy thought he had a two point convert, but his I think it was his left heel landed out of bounds first before mm-hmm. both inbounds. And um, I just I, I'll tell you what the play where it really kind of deflated for Braves mm-hmm. in the first half they caused a turnover against um, Jeff Rosenblatt. Oh, it was the first half? Yeah, they they, they, they had the hammer, right? Hmm. And they scored, Jeff scores, and then Braves are going up to go up by maybe eight points perhaps. On a fourth down, Joe throws mm-hmm. Joe throws a deep post and misses Sebastian Crisilozon by maybe a yard. Okay. He hits that, again, they're still in the lead and the then tide, you know, yeah. exactly. So it just I just think that they had chances, Braves, but they just kinda of finished it off and you know, we spoke about it last week. I know you weren't here, Pease, and I said they're sort of like the San Antonio Spurs of, of the FPF. They don't go bleep about regular season, get them into yeah. the playoffs, and that's when they really, really want to run. But I think they got caught this year. They got caught on the yeah. lack of a roster um, yeah. stability, and it hurt them in the long does, view. Does, does, that, um, re- does that reference make sense to anyone who's like 18 and playing in their league right well, now? Because no, the Spurs haven't been good for a while. No, but <laughs> five years ago, right? When I mean, well, six years ago when they were under Kawhi, they were like that, right? Even during the heydays that yeah. well, they c- didn't care. They created uh, load management. Yeah, load right? ma- that's what they did, load management, right? It, it, it caught up to them. And I think yeah. that Jameson's now leading up to this game against All-Stars. Um, they're playing really good football. They're, they're locked in. They're, yeah. they're, they're locked in. Like I've... Compared to the team that they had in the spring se- winter season uh, with Jeff's uh, team that he had, they're locked in. Um, and the key f- with this team is that they're communicating out there. There's no one ha- heads down, they're down. No, they're, they're, they're locked in, ready to go. And I think this is going to be a good boxing match with them and the All-Stars on Monday night. I mean, just the idea, you took down the Braves. You took down the Braves and where the Braves had put last possession of the ball, e- even if it's two plays. That's that's a confidence booster. It kind of feels for like anyone. it kind of feels like because they got the draw against the Braves and because they beat the Braves, they're coming to this game. It's different than if the All Stars knock off the Braves, right? Yes. Yeah. And they beat anybody else. Yes. Like they beat a team on the All Stars level. Yes. To exactly. earn the matchup against the All Stars. Exactly. And they beat yeah. the All Stars 
back in week three. And Rosenblatt that pass, has traditionally that played well against the Wyeth network Franchise, of teams. Yeah. Yeah, he has. He's played them. Yeah, like going back to like the first fall cup. Yeah. He beat them in the winter season division two. Yeah. Where Wyeth put up the seventy touch seventy, seventy one touchdowns. The so record breaking amount of touchdowns. Yes, yes. That, he, that he he did on purpose because he didn't want anyone to Break the record he already held. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Eagle, you might want to clip this one here for the question we're going to ask oh, yeah, you guys. Clip. If Jeff Roosevelt wins the spring title, does he jump over Dan Lazaro in the quarterback pantheon? In this, it's fight? not that good a question, so don't clip it. <laughs> clip it, please. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I, not a bad question. It's not. I mean, we've kind of done versions of this. We put him on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. We forgot Alex Nadeau-Pew's existed because yeah. it's not winter. Um, look, he's he's in that conversation of, you know, he might creep into that top tier. He's definitely like if he's not that A double plus tier, he's that A plus tier. I don't think it matters that much. I think um, the fact that he's even able to compete at that level, considering he he started in Division Six, that nobody else in this division can say. Yep. Nobody else in, div- in this division could say they went through the ranks the way Jeff Rosenblatt did. And I think, uh, to me, why, why, why stop at Dan Lazaro? Why not, why not better than Kevin Wyeth? Why not better than, than, than Joe Mayer? Because it's not rankings. like th- these are team wins. And part yes, of what that, Jeff Rosenblatt has yeah. done well is yeah. build teams yeah. to yeah. his skill set. I, I can now say that. I've intercepted a Division A finalist. There you go. No. By the way, we have the top two <laughs> passing quarterbacks of all time playing each other in the finals. Um, if if we were to include everything but just regular season stats with these two quarterbacks, um, about 128,000 between them yards between them, excluding playoff stats. How many fields is that? Lots divided that's by 40. Lot. By 40, that's a lot. I mean, technically, if you count a full field, it's actually 50. 65. 50. 50. Nope, because you got to add end zones. Well, once you cross the end zone, you don't gain yards. I don't know if you know this about football, Eagle. <laughs> At no level do you count red zone uh, end zone yards. Also, the, the pattern 1908 Cavalry Trooper Sword also had just a single edge. So uh, for All-Stars, I, I thought KGP know. frustrated them. Can could Jameson frustrate All-Stars? Because you, you get them off their, off their axis, they get really annoyed, and then they don't play good football. You, you found KGP annoyed All-Stars? Yeah, they did. They did. Yesterday, they, 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 they frustrated them. They, they got physical with them. They got chippy with Early them. Early on, especially Early with Chris on, Millard. they didn't really yeah. go on yet, and they had some drop balls. They didn't really get going. I thought why. It seems awesome. weird to me that All-Stars get chippy the way they do because, like, you should be used to playing games at this level at this point. So why does it, why does it, why do things not going your way get to you if you're them? I don't know. I think like you've I think been through, you've, you've ridden the wave a thousand times. Like yeah, I think why this wave? Why does this wave bother you? This whatever it was, the KGP, this, the game plan was KGP. Look, if Phil Kelly didn't have a, 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 a diarrhea of a game yesterday, they could have beat them. They were down one score. It was a one score game mm, up until late, in, until mm. late into the last minute and a half when he threw the INT and then White killed him off on the White Tiger touchdown. But it was a one score game. Why White Tiger? Oh, man, he looks like a tiger, man. He's built like a tiger. But why specifically that one? It's a white tiger, man. Okay. Um, the the other one, um, like if you look back to last season, what happened in the finals of Patrick for example, right? Like, like they lost right in the finals last season. Yeah. Yeah. When, right. And Patrick had that blow up. And yeah. The, got yeah. no C and the volcanic blow up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, you, you need to not do that if you're, if you're all stars. Like, you, you need, you've been through all of this stuff before. This shouldn't. 
None of this stuff should surprise you. None of it should get to you. Just be the best team in FPF because that's what you always are. I, I wonder for the, and now this might be a side story for those who are going to watch the health of Kevin Wyatt. He's like he's banged up. Like he's banged okay. Up. The guys won the championship with one hand. No, but like his, like he's legit banged up. Like he was something like mom banged up. Like his toes. So are so what he was going to do? Throw the ball still harder than Jeff Rosenblatt. Well, watch out. Just watch for his. He, he said like my elbow's a little bit banged up, but you know I truck through. So I'm just curious now how how fully healthy if he's gonna I be healthy they enough. They like Kerouac throw. Why not, man? By the way, Matt, I kept forgetting to get you on the show, and I'm sorry, dude. Thanks, bees. I know that's <laughs> thanks, bees. He's gonna give me so much shit. But thanks, bees. I'll give him a hug. We'll be good. It is now time for games of the week. Final edition, spring episode. 13 final episode edition reminder we're in Papineau not Brossard this Sunday oh I'm doing this and you can't see it (laughs) we're gonna go through these in the order of the games on Sunday August 6th starting at 1 o'clock we have the co-ed 3 finals drink team versus thunder buddies buddies thunder buddies I'm going thunder buddies as well all right. Considering how much we talked about Drink know, Team, you I think know. we would have gone Drink I, I, Team, right? <laughs> I, it's an upset for me, but Thunder Buddies. 210, Coed 2, Kiss My End Zone versus the IG Team. Hey? I can't pick it. By 50? Can't pick it. By I, 50. I got, I got uh, Kiss My End Zone. Um, I'm not doing a bit here. I actually think IG Team have this one. 320, Women's Division 1, Super. Oh, no, Division 2, sorry. Supernova versus Red Nation. This is going to be a unique game. Yeah. I'm going to. Red Nation in the close one. I think Red, Red Nation in the close one because it's the only way they win. Yeah, they're, they're great at it though. Like they're yeah. Not, they're not blow I, okay, we're we're all we're all on Red Nation. All right, Red Nation. All right, four thirty Division E Ramfins versus Ben Don't Break. Ramfins. I refuse to pick Ramfins all season long just based on name alone, but I think they do have this one with Ben Don't Break. Give me Ramfins. I'm going right. Guys, this is well. boring. Jesus. Yeah. I, okay. Next right. one, I'm going against more no matter what it is. All right. 540, Division D2, Idaho Utapimps versus West Island Boys. West Island Boys. Well, I, I actually was going to pick Idaho Utapimps. I thought he was going to put me in a bind and <laughs> have to pick against the E twice, which I'm not doing. I can't pick it. What? Can. I can't He's pick playing. it. By 50. I can't pick it. All right. At 650, Division D1, X-Men versus Lera Narviff. LRB. Well, here's the thing: is I believe in purity and good, and not villainy and evil. So therefore, I go for Renavif. This one goes to overtime. And Godwin comes and out. <laughs> and Godwin comes out for the overtime. Give me X Men. They win it. He's gonna Division go time out. Go in the locker room. Come out. <laughs> goggles ready to roll, baby. Here we go. And our last game for Sunday at eight o'clock: Division C Sharks versus Primal. This is Jaws. the best way to end the first night of the finals. Yeah, it's Jaws. a great game. Jaws, you got Jaws winning this. You got who? Jaws. Jaws. I, I I have another shark winning it. I have Jaws It too. is Shark Week, by the way, huh? It is Shark Week. No. Yeah. You're going who, please? Uh, Jaws 2. Okay, Jaws 3. Wait, That's the one where he's 33 and a quarter. None of you took Sharknado? Really? Y'all wrong. I couldn't think of another Shark movie. <laughs> and I love Sharknado. I have a friend with a Sharknado tattoo. And That's she amazing. doesn't regret it. All right, then we follow up with our last three games on Monday, August 7th. Also, I said the Papino, starting at 7.30, Division A, All-Stars versus Jamesons. I'm going to go All-Stars. Well, do you think this is the worst All-Stars roster of all time? No, it's, it's a good, decent roster. Yeah. You, you sure they don't have a hold of the rushing department? No, their rushing speed. That they've never no, I think Santos will rebound from his uh, form. 
A Mokan like performance in the finals? I think Santos, we gotta watch out. Um, give me. You know what? Fuck it. Give me the Jamesons. The Grim Reapers knocking on the door. Give me Jamesons. There we go! <laughs> Followed by 840 Women's One Division Sub Zero versus Sub-Zero. Waz. Sub Zero. You're a coward. <laughs> I'm going sub zero also. Sub zero. <laughs> and then lastly, nine fifty division B Poseidon's kiss blessed. 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 Let's go, Steve. Give me bless. And those are going to be our games of the week. Okay. Uh, finals are in Papano Sunday. Monday. They are not in Brossard. We're going to send reminders to make sure everyone knows that. Um, if you're not going to be there, you can watch it online. Is it going to be on Facebook or YouTube? It'll be on Facebook. Facebook. Okay, so Facebook will Home of the old people. Yeah, Facebook will be at it. Um, this is it for us uh, for CTA until uh, Fall Cup, which begins September 6th? 7th? Sure. Uh, registration is going on right now, so please sign up. Uh, that will close when, Iggy? August 20th. Uh, 25th. So August 25th is when it closes up. Um, but personally, look, uh, Peace, we want to wish you all the best, man. Uh, I appreciate I know that. these are anxious times for you. Thanks for Matt. putting up with me, guys, for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. I'm very difficult not. to work with. You know, I, I know the music coming on here, but quickly, it's it, you don't understand. Like, you know, we always try to remain consistent with different voices, whether it's Peace, Iggy, or whatever combination it is. But behind the scenes, right, we always have each other's backs when it comes to scheduling and conflicts and all that. And it worked out well for all of us. It's like behind uh, the scenes, you know, we take bullets. Take bullets, exactly. And <clears throat> take holes in your eyes. Exactly. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> the hole in your eye, baby, and last time. <laughs> as for Eagle Peas and I, this, is, this might be it for a while, right? Yeah. In terms of the original podcast. Uh, so, I guess spring, maybe? Question mark, question mark. To be continued, question mark. Sopranos, black scene, and we don't know what happens next. Why black scene? Because at the end of the no, scene. I'm doing a thing, well. I know, at the end of the scene. <laughs> Magic words, please. Uh, couldn't we get out of the group stage? I'll get out of Canada.